we are back. Thanks for tuning in to Live Reality Games here where we are the creators, producers, players, fans, all that great stuff. And all that great stuff helps make, produce these games into reality. Um, my name is Dustin. I'm one of the podcasters and hosts tonight. Alongside of me is Aaron. How are we doing? I'm doing great, Dustin. Um, yeah, I'm Aaron. I am a podcaster and host for Surviving Northwestern as well. It's been a good, been a good weekend. Um, a very exciting episode to talk about tonight. And a fellow alumni, as you have hanging high in the background there, Survivor Michigan, uh, season five coming out soon-ish. Someday in 2022. Someday. <laughs> uh, we got some nice uh, teasers and trailers earlier with the new host uh, announced a bit ago. So excited about that, but exciting about... We have a special guest tonight. Amos is here from Survivor Northwestern. How are you? Hello, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Uh, as a special guest, you know, maybe not eliminated, maybe eliminated. So from <laughs> here on out, we have all spoilers. So, Amos, you were eliminated, unfortunately. I was voted out this week. Yes. Um, how is it watching the episode for the first time and seeing your elimination? Um, I think... Well, I I would say watching the whole season hasn't been that bad in terms of like watching, knowing where, that I was going to get voted out, knowing everything that happened. Um, I was in the majority alliance that did know everything that was happening in the game until the week I got voted out. So there were even very few surprises in terms of what other people were doing. Um, so that part wasn't that bad. Um, I think it was a lot more of my story becomes relevant this episode because I'm going home. Like... A lot of my place in the game has been told, I think, through other people's point of view, um, even though I was like right up there with Allison and Carson in a lot of those conversations while it was actually happening, like their stories are a bit bigger than mine. Um, so it was that I thought was interesting to see, like me have a little bit more relevance knowing I was going right then. <laughs> and for anyone tuning in right now, you can watch the new episode airs um, every Thursday-ish, um, which was really nice. <laughs> Uh, after the last episode, they published a uh, itinerary of all the episodes, so you can watch the old ones and stay tuned for the upcoming ones. They have a few breaks, of course, because we have the holidays coming off, uh, so super helpful. Make sure you tune in to Survivor Northwestern over on YouTube, for sure. Yeah, and thank um, you, Beck and Carson, just for all of your work on that schedule, too. Yeah, but now you can plan out your nights and know exactly what Thursdays you need to have open, what ones you can, you know, spend with family during the holidays. But now you have no excuse because the whole schedule is laid out for you. So you can watch every episode live, fill out the poll, have a good time. And there's a nice chat feature, too. Um, I love watching premieres of live reality games and chatting with other people from across the world that are watching this. Uh, so it's really nice to connect with all the, the fans, the players, producers and everything all at the same time while it's happening. It's like being in like a big movie theater in the comfort of your own home. Um, so we're gonna take things back a little bit uh, besides talking about this latest episode. Uh, Amos, we're really interested. Like, how did you find out about this? Of course, this is season one. It sounds like it was a pretty close connection of groups. Um, how did you find out about Survivor here at Northwestern? Um. I think that things just get pretty well ad advertised at Northwestern. Uh, as far as the Big Ten goes, we're, we're not a big school. Um, our, everyone lives right near campus. Campus is not that big. Like I'll, I'll watch Survivor Michigan, for example, and everyone's like, 
I had to run three miles to Northfield for to look for the idol or whatever. And I'm like, if you, I don't know what that any of that means. A and B, if you ran three miles in any direction on our campus, you would not be on campus. Um, so, like things just get advertised fairly well. And being a Survivor fan uh, for many years now, I was just had like your eye catches when you see something Survivor related. Um, but honestly, like what made me knuckle down and apply like the week it was due or whatever um was because carson i had just entered my life by starting to date my good friend vasilia um who plays like a guest role on survivor northwestern by name or video or videographer um and so he was applying and talking about survivor a lot as he does and i was like all right i should just apply um but yeah i didn't know like any a part of like a survivor community like chase really the host really brought that none of us had that on campus before we all got cast for this well it's funny you bring up that name i think uh basilia was here uh last episode last recap i think so right yeah, yeah. she was definitely brought up <laughs> <laughs> um so uh, you start the game and honestly you start the game a few weeks in advance so um, going back, you get looped into this big Illegal 8 alliance, meeting up before the game even starts. Um, yeah, more than got looped into it, I helped form it. <laughs> I hosted the first meeting. <laughs> Especially, how did that go? And what was your thought process? Were you like, uh-oh, we're going to get in trouble? Or is this, like, the group here? Yeah, no, it's so funny just the way that, like, the three weeks leading up to the game happened like we had you see that whole sequence of us counting stairs for the first hidden immunity idol clue like we all were talking to each other way before the game started so even when we formed this eight we knew we were excluding people who we might have talked to already or knew outside of the illegal eight um and no i didn't think we were in trouble i think that edit i mean editing is a funny thing but i also think in real life like so often week to week people would be like is the eight gonna break up on each other and until the Carson vote, I never, like, I just never felt that anxiety. I was like, no, we're not in trouble. Nothing's going to happen. Like, this is an easy alliance, and I know when it's going to break up. Um, so <laughs> I didn't think we were in trouble, which might have been arrogant, but it worked. <laughs> uh, now, just looking at um, the members of this Illegal A here, did you have your confidence set on everyone? Or is there some people that you were like, oh, I don't know how this person wound up at my house. I'm not sure about this person. Are you doubting mm -hmm. people at first or? Uh, and if and if you are trying to load that question, you're coded asking if I doubted Sammy as much as everyone else. <laughs> how did um, you know that? Sammy was the one person on my mind, actually. <laughs> no, I didn't doubt Sammy. She was so under the radar, um, not just and like you like she's under the radar for a reason like in real life she was clearly not off doing other scheming or anything and i wanted the eight so the eight when i say i helped pull the eight together carson was the one who knew Paya and matt and charlotte and i my closest connections were allison and carson and i was like if i'm gonna have hold in this eight long term and we'll talk later about how my plan past the eight was kylie and sammy i was like i need somebody who thinks that I'm the reason they're in the eight or who I at least pulled into the eight more than Carson did. <laughs> so yes, he had a connection with Sammy, but people didn't see that connection. They saw Sammy being dragged by Kylie. So I was like, if Kylie can feel most connected to me in the eight, then 
I don't, I trust her to be a part of the eight because I'll be her number one there. Um, and this all, now that I'm saying it, I'm like, this probably sounds like I just thought it all in hindsight. Like, but that was how I felt. I was like very confident in, in my position in the eight. Absolutely. And it's those conversations that you have that maybe aren't addressed on film or you don't have recorded in a confessional that we really wanted to dive into. And like, we find like of the, the behind the scenes information that yeah. <laughs> tells all about your gameplay going forward, practically. Exactly. Um, I also my filmed a lot of my confessionals on my laptop where I basically just look like a bunch of fuzzy pixels. So I've been told that's another reason why I don't get, um, to, <laughs> I get to, my video quality was poor. Um, but yeah. <laughs> so, all right. I, Did you bring this up, Aaron, last time too? It's more of the the horizontal and yeah. the vertical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I we think that's a lot of also affects the I do. Hugely. Yeah. Yeah, I filmed a lot of my phone confessionals vertically, and then my laptop camera sucked. And overall, I'm just like, therefore, it cannot be shown on any screen. <laughs> you could have gotten fully purpled out, but I'm glad you did it. <laughs> um, you were here I have a question. Purple, nice. Yes, yeah, yeah, true. this was kind of an accident, but I have go, a question about early on. So, like week one, you and Carson go out idol hunting, and you find it. Mm -hmm. Did you like? In your mind, you took possession of that idol. Were you like, this is an idol for me and Carson because you found it together? Or you picked it up and you were like, this is for me? Yeah. Okay. That was such a funny moment because, so first of all, I was walking the wrong direction. I passed Carson. <laughs> He's like, I'm certain it's over here. So mm -hmm. I, I, he found the idol. Right. I just pulled That's... it out of the reeds. Like, he knew uh -huh. where it was. <laughs> I saw it first. Um, so to answer your actual question, I what felt the guilt at first i was like this is like ours like i will give it to you at some point if you need it um but he like reassured me as like a classic trustworthy ally like no you found it like it's yours keep it like you're the one you should be the one to hold on to it give me the clue i'm gonna make a fake um so indirectly <laughs> sorry carson you kind of like helped me believe it was for me and mine <laughs> more than i might have felt like i probably could have held on to that guilt longer and then Josh um, could have been lifted yeah. on it too. Could have been like, Josh, um, this is our idol. Yeah. Well, Josh just kind of popped out of nowhere while you we, all were like reading this in the middle of the road or something, right? Yeah, walk us through that decision. You pick up the idol and you're like, right here, right now. This is what- No, it wasn't me. Um, <laughs> I was like, Carson, we have to go inside. We have to go to the library. He's like, I really just want to see it. Like we have to open it. Um, I am to blame because I let him convince me, but- <laughs> Um, it was his, he, he really urged me to open it in the parking lot. And then as soon as Josh saw us, I was like, this is why we don't do this. Um, uh, but once again, <laughs> I'm partially to blame, um, because I let it happen. We also actually on that walk past Pei and Gus, and I like had the idol in my sweatshirt pocket. And like, so my hands were in my sweatshirt pocket with the idol in front of two other players on that same walk. And like somewhere else in the first few episodes, somebody's like, they, he and that guy, they weren't talking about me. They, it was, they Jake. it was Jake. They were like, yeah. Jake had a bulge in his pocket that looked suspicious. I was like, I stood in front of Pea and Gus with an even more suspicious bulge, I promise you, for like 10 minutes, like sneakily went into a closed building on the right to like go to the bathroom, hit, hit it in a different pocket, went back out. And I'm like, how did that bulge not make suspicion? Um, but <laughs> people thought Jake had this idol until the week I got voted out. Um, and 
going beyond your question, but um, that was a silly decision. Josh was not long for the game anyway, so it didn't matter that much. But also, if he fully trusted me, maybe I should have kept him as a number, but then he didn't tell me about his idol and convinced me he didn't have it, so maybe he's not that trustworthy, you know, like, whatever. <laughs> I don't see it wrong with anyone's gameplay of telling nobody about your idol. Like, it's yeah. okay that they don't tell you if they don't tell everybody else. And in that fact, for Josh, he didn't tell anybody else about his idol. It's true. It's true. I'll give him that because I immediately told Allison. So, <laughs> but about she kept mine. that pretty lock and key for you, honestly. She pretty did because we were the because we, we were the yeah, yeah. So she used it uh -huh. <laughs> until this time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that you were a big Survivor fan. Did you ever contemplate coming into a game with a partner's twist for a Survivor event? No. Um. Secret partners, yes, just because the like the first season of Survivor of College Survivor I ever watched was Maryland All Stars, um, which I was like, this must be what all College Survivors like somehow. <laughs> um, and and uh, so I was like, yeah, there could easily be secret partners because that would encourage us to meet more people on campus. But we weren't even meeting as a full cast. Like that library challenge happened in four shifts. Um, so I was like, no way, do we have part like our partners were chosen before and then we got slipped into our times that we were available with our partners. Like that was just had to be, it, it surprised me. I was like, there's no way there could have been planned into this different time slot challenge secret partners. I mean, not uh, that your partner really affected you much. No, she gave me immunity for a week, which honestly I was like, I, I don't know. I kind of am like reverse in a bad way. Like I didn't earn that immunity. Like I should have had to compete on my own and just like, screw the partner's twist but that because that it just felt like cheating the game at that because i was already in this overpowering alliance and then i got immunity just because my partner quit like <laughs> i did have weird feelings about that but yeah she gave me immunity so thanks katie <laughs> um props to thanks katie and thanks for the folks that are watching wherever you may be uh carson hi carson no <laughs> and we just Mentioned your other friend here. Hi, Vasilia. Vasilia <laughs> um, has a lot of comments for you, Amos. Um, here. <laughs> Love you. Oh, goodness. And uh, your beard looks incredible. Thank you, Vasilia. Pure fall laziness. <laughs> it, it does look like you got a haircut. Maybe it was because of the recent episode and you're in COVID and probably couldn't go out and get it. But your hair looks very nice tonight as well. Thank you. Since that my long hair on the COVID episodes, I've cut, been cutting my own hair. So that's a nice compliment. Oh, wow. <laughs> what a nice skill to have though. That's convenient. Um, speaking of Katie leaving the game, you said that you didn't feel like you earned it. Would you, did you ever see you and Katie going far into the game? I mean, the initial partnerships kind of, portrayed for a lot of people going a little bit further into the game and getting that initial bond with people besides your three weeks before the game actually started bond. Did you and Katie ever have like a pact together? So Katie and I had one confessional together. Um, she, the reason she quit the game is she was really busy. Um, so your two part, to your two part question, I do think we could have had longevity in the game because she would have been an easy uh, number for me. Um, sort of like Ashley is like needed as a number until 
the future of the game when she wins or loses. I forgot what episode we're on, so I'm not saying anything um, anymore. Go <laughs> Ashley. We're big Ashley fans. We are right. big Ashley I love uh-huh. Ashley so much. Um, so she's iconic. So go Ashley. Um, so I when she make wins. It far. Yeah, I, I'm glad she wins too. <laughs> um, so sort of like an Ashley, like Katie would have been that, but we also didn't have any time to talk. Um, so... I had no idea where she was a big survivor fan too, which I thought was weird. I'm like, okay, I get why you're prioritizing sorority rush over this, like for your actual life. But like you call yourself a survivor fan and you you can't meet with me for more than 10 minutes before tribal and are going to quit. But (laughs) I'm keep giving me that edit. Erin, what was that little thought about like sororities? (laughs) No, nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to, I don't want to make anyone upset. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Um, um, I, catching up here, then, uh, let's jump to, like, kind of the quick recap that we had in those few episodes and a few eliminations. You know, Illegal 8 was ruling stuff. Um, you had a scavenger hunt, anything fun. Kind of recap was kind of few. Yeah. So there's all these um, previews of me saying weird phrases like, bobble, bobble, you're in trouble, or whatever, or, like, these or my cast photo is me with the limperist um which is actually me driving a bus in an iconic acting scene for the tra- uh gaunt trivial gauntlet task task gauntlet challenge um, really? i'm intrigued what kind of scene is this can you can you do it again for us? <laughs> see here's the thing i've never actually seen hocus pocus so i don't even know i can't i'm like you gorgeous creatures the weird bus driver in the like the bus, it's a bus driver scene. The witches are getting on the bus, and he says, "Like you gorgeous creatures," and then they get on the bus. And Taya's good, anyway. <laughs> in this challenge too. Bravo, bravo. That was yes. Uh-huh. I don't remember the lines because um, it didn't air, but that was like, I'm like, finally, this is gonna make sense to people who have seen these weird pictures of me or weird scenes of me, and then it just didn't get aired. Um, because of the recap. Uh, so I thought the task on the challenge was fun when we were all doing stuff together, but it just felt so pointless to me because I knew it didn't matter who won because the eight was just going to vote somebody out. Um, and while I was doing it, I was like, I'm just having fun as a senior playing this game to meet people. Like I said, I was going to cheating with this eight person, not cheating. I, I, <laughs> I agree with Allison who will die on the hill that we weren't cheating because we weren't. Um, but you use the information that was available exactly. at the time. I don't think I was cheating either. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Um, and like there were no rules against it, but skating by on this big alliance, having fun, knowing that the challenge didn't matter. It did end up mattering because, as Carson has said, the whole losing points to take a clue for the hidden immunity idol meant that Josh's idol was out of the game, which I didn't even know about until like final tribal. And, um, because Josh found an idol and got voted out. And like part of my mistrust for Carson was bred when I found out that he took the idol clue and didn't tell me, um, which I know you can still say, like never tell anyone things about idols, but like Carson, Matt called me a sieve. I would tell people who I trusted 100% all my information. Um, and the fact that Carson wasn't doing that to me was enough for me to think he was doing it to pay a, and Matt. Carson told you 99% of his information. Yeah. <laughs> it was the 1% that got you. It was the 1% that got him and made me think that somebody else was getting 100%. Mm. Um, but yeah, so Task Gauntlet was that whole drama, but like didn't matter because of the vote. It was fun. 
And then other than that, like I didn't pay much attention to Jesse week or the Peter week. Um, so nothing huge there. Mm -hmm. uh, like Carson brought up last week too, the gauntlet challenge or the task scavenger hunt per se, uh, built a lot of bonds from it. Um, mm -hmm. Him and Matt did a few tasks together and kind of built up that relationship. Did you end up meeting up with anybody and kind of doing group work? Yeah, I hung out with Pea a bit more, which we'll get to last week's episode where I didn't ever want to vote Pea out and voted for Pea while she voted for me at the end of the day. Um, <laughs> and uh, so Pea and I hung out there. Um, Kylie... And were we on the same tribe at that point? <laughs> I think we were. Yeah, right? Ready whip, yeah. Um, so Kylie and I hung out for that quite a bit. Um, and then our whole tribe together, honestly. Like, I should have paid more attention to the tribal lines because that's how the non, the people who weren't in the Illegal Eight were seeing the game at that point. Um, but because I wasn't paying attention to it, it didn't play into my strategy ultimately, um, but it was fun to bond with those people that we could have been a tribe with had the illegal aid not happened. Yeah, on that note, I like, we don't see, I feel like we didn't see a lot of you, like we saw a lot of you cultivating and talking with your relationships inside the illegal aid, but not mm -hmm. a lot with the people outside. Like I feel like some people like were working on their relationships with people outside. Like we had people getting close to Greta, to Jake, things like that. But I don't think we saw much of that from you. Was that like, intentional or was it because you felt so comfortable in that big alliance um it was a mix of both of those things uh i wasn't short-ended on that by any edit i wasn't I, I in real life wasn't really forming bonds outside of the eight um i should have been i think that was the biggest flaw in my game um was not building those connections i saw kylie and sammy honestly as because the rest of the eight saw them as a bit marginal of the to the eight i saw them as my like my potential in outside of the eight later they were bonding with jake um they were as against like um greta and charlotte as part of like allison's closer connections as i was um so you get this sort of uh like flowing story that's going to develop over the next few weeks but when i when i at the time i didn't do that and then sorry I, I meant to say that the third part of this is the circumstantial part which is that we were never brought together as a full cast and we were all college students and it was like a month away from the pandemic going full-blown so out of like time and laziness because we were never all put together uh you it was weird to like ask for meetings with people who i wasn't going to vote with were on the other tribe and weren't in the illegal eight because there just wasn't time and we weren't in the same location. Yeah. Because was Hot Pursuit, like, was that the first challenge where you were actually all physically together? Yeah, and then we immediately tried swapped at the start of it. Um, That's crazy. And all went our separate ways immediately after and Carson right. almost... Died. Died. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> he wasn't that close <laughs> um, to death. But yeah, so I just, circumstantial and then the biggest flaw in my game combined to make me not have many connections outside the eight. Yeah. Oh, and there was an idol clue in the immunity idol at that challenge, I think, um, of Hot Pursuit. That is complete, like, just goes away because I don't think it ends up mattering at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
like somebody already found the idol or something. But there were like that was our one chance to all pee together, and nobody found or somebody found that slip, and nobody cared because yeah, it was so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And two of us had to sit out of the challenge, even though the tribes had even numbers. Like there were so many things that just like still didn't keep us together. I don't know, but still one of the most successful hot pursuits in any live game mm-hmm. that I have seen. Like it was a long challenge, like it was well based and everyone mm-hmm. like it was a really good challenge. I, I watched it, I was like, oh dear, just another one of these. But no, it was really actually really entertaining to watch. So Yeah. Thank yeah. you for saying that. The actual challenge was was great. Very well laid out. <laughs> yeah, very well done. Um, Carson did want to reiterate the fact that it sounds like he is watching from <laughs> home, but um, no, that... Carson, I have to blame myself. I let you convince me. <laughs> you both get um, a minus one in gameplay on that, <laughs> so it's tie at this point. Okay, mm. both responsible. Um, but being responsible, uh, you all took the leave of campus and you start doing Survivor from home pretty much all on Zoom call. You leave the campus. Um, what were your thoughts about leaving Survivor behind and school, I guess, going remote? Uh, so it was Survivor became a huge, like, just I was so glad it was still happening. Um, I, I didn't leave. I stayed in my apartment in Evanston um, with my roommate, so I didn't go home. Um, so that was kind of, it's fun watching like people like Allison call in her sister to help look for the idol because um, like people went home and I knew that their like siblings would do confessionals with them and their parents would like interrupt their confessionals. Um, so I look at myself in this and I'm like, wow, I was just in my apartment. Like, what a weird, ah, that was such a weird time. And then also as like a senior just writing my thesis, um, I wasn't doing much classwork. So I was, my roommate and I were best friends. Like we were, it was okay being quarantined together. Um, but beyond like just sitting with each other watching TV, I didn't have, I wasn't home. I didn't have much schoolwork. So it was so nice to just like have this watching winners at war with, um, like my there's people who voted me out <laughs> during that time. <laughs> uh, curiosity, winners at war. Who were you rooting for? Who's your favorite winner? Uh, my favorite winner on winners. So I, yeah. I have, I was really rooting for Sophie. Um, That's my favorite. <laughs> like I, I. It's so smart that she was like the potential only potential person to take down Tony. Um, I loved that season. I Sarah Sophie's the best. I'm so glad you like her too. Um, I think Tony, like I understand why he has so many fame of uh, fans, but halfway through that season, I was like, it's just so obvious he's going to win. Like, what about all these other great players who just don't get to shine because of Tony? Um, yeah. So I, I will, I have, I've always been a Sophie fan and, She's someone who I would wouldn't mind playing a game like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sophie actually played a live reality game. Oh, just w- a one day event. I think she was with Andrea. Like a sequester type thing. Um, no, like a survivor type game. They oh, did it okay. out in LA. So cool. just a one day. I think it was a, a zoo survivor LA one of the seasons. There's a few of them. So she did one. I was, was amazing. Hang out with her too. 
We don't have mm-hmm. to be playing a game. Erin, <laughs> also a big Sophie fan. I do love Sophie. I will say, I think my favorite winner is Denise. Mm-hmm. Um, good I choice. Good Denise choice. Was definitely rooting for her in Winners at War, but yeah, yeah, she's great. Um, and now anybody that is actually still watching Survivor, this last one, 41, we do recaps every Wednesday after the episode. So make sure you tune in Eastern Standard Time. So if you're at another coast, either watch it some way magically in the time zone or something <laughs> and just join us afterwards so we can uh, chat and see what your opinions are. So uh, Kirk will be hosting that with uh, some special guests from Surviving Real Fun, another live reality game. Um, kind of catching up to uh, this episode now. Um, Amos, any like big votes in your mind that we skipped or anything like? Oh, um, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> this is your time. I was like, I don't want to go too fast. No, like, skip over anything have, that you're like. Yeah, I don't have a ton to say about him, but. The Owen vote was really sad. Um, I was really hoping that Gus was going to go that week. We had a completely arbitrary plan because we were at like a fake merge scenario where like we were mer- we were voting. We didn't know if we were going to be voting in tribes because our swap swap tribes had only been to one tribal. Um, so we were like, maybe it's another tribe tribal, but we think it's going to be a combined tribal that's not the merge or something. So we ended up all vote. We had, if we were voting in separate tribes, Gus was going home. But if we were voting all together, Owen was going home, which was just so random. And I think Owen deserves better. He's on the edge of extinction. We'll see if he gets better. Um, but he did not deserve it's to go at, at 13 or whenever he went. Uh, <laughs> well, at least it's not as, well, it kind of is. Like when you leave in this even virtual survivor world, like, uh, Carson and Owen are all like in quarantine right now. So it's yeah. kind of like um, hard to get to, I guess. Like, yeah. and hard to like leave all those people that you're looking forward to, to talking to every week. And now you're like, oh, I'm on the edge. I'm all by myself. But at least Carson is with Owen now. Um, yes. Um, Aaron makes a good point. Um, what about that Carson boat, eh? Yeah. So that was yeah. the next thing. I couldn't, I couldn't move on without Gus, uh, without talking about Owen. Mm-hmm. Um, also I love watching Gus, so I'm glad he's still around for that reason. Uh, Owen didn't know was he one was... of my, like, early favorites too. I was hoping for mo- more Owen in every episode, so. Yeah. Agreed. And the fact that he, I didn't realize that he was so, talking so positively of me in his confession. Like, we'd had... A class together but i honestly just thought he didn't know who i was which was <laughs> feels so terrible to say because he probably feel like i know he felt so sad to not be included in the eight but it was like totally just a flaw in my perception i thought he didn't know who i was but he was like i don't your friends oh. um self insecurities anyway the carson vote um it i could go on and on uh <laughs> it, it relates a lot to um, the current episode, although I don't think that I necessarily go home right after Carson. There were a lot of vote steps in between as the episode shows, like Gus and then maybe Greta and then Pea. Um, so I don't really? necessarily go Really? Because Erin didn't to watch this episode. She knew you were going to go out next. So That's true. That's true. No, I know. I, did, I, know. I, I you, didn't, yeah. you predicted that really well. 
I did. I just, I could, I could see it. I felt like it was written because like you said, like you were involved in all the same conversations and plan making that both Carson and Allison were. Yeah. And then as soon as Carson is gone, you're basically handing Allison the reins. And I feel like right. you were like, you were right behind all of that. And you voted out somebody that was including, like he told you 99% of his information. Like he didn't mm -hmm. tell you that 1%, but he was including you in all of his plans. And like, did you just think that because he didn't tell you that one thing, you're like, there's got to be so much else he's not telling me. So that sowed a lot of mistrust between you or were you, did you get him mm. out because he was a threat to win? Or like, what was the main reasoning for you in particular getting him out? Yeah. So this is where I think I get sort of storied a little bit, like my story. Uh, I, I had... So, like Allison told me a hundred percent of her information. Um, and I told Allison a hundred percent of mine. Mm -hmm. um, so when you have that sort of three person, like you can't all be each other's number ones. I knew Allison wanted Carson out. Um, I knew Carson was eventually hoping to pit Allison and Kylie against each other, or he, and he wanted to sneak off with Paya, Matt and Charlotte. Um, I knew he, that he was putting on shows to keep Ashley close to him. Um, I don't want to, like, it all was very rational because, Aaron, yeah. you love Carson. I love Carson. Um, like, it's not, like, it, it, like, there's emotional parts of the game. Um, but I did think strategically that Allison, I had a number one, my other potential number one, Carson, I... It wasn't so much like I tried, uh, sort of said earlier, I didn't find out that 1% and then know, oh, this is like the only part of my information he's not telling me. Mm -hmm. I found out that 1% and was like, oh, that's the full picture that he's been telling Pea and Matt this whole time. And I really just got it in my head that if Carson's making deals with all these people, like I heard about all the same three end person deals that everyone else heard about, um, so if Carson's making deals with all these people, I might actually be his real one, but more likely the people who he's known, known longer than I, like he knew Pei and Matt long before he knew me mm -hmm. from Kesem, which is like a very close community. Yeah. And I knew Allison from like the beginning of freshman year. Um, so, <laughs> sorry, this like is a little bit emotional because Carson and I are close, but um, he, I also just was like, he must have another number one. So to vote him out right there, like looking back, it, it, it was my, the second big flaw in my game, not making connections outside of the eight, voting out Carson, who was a shield, an ally, whichever one, either one of those was really good for me at that point in the game and not something I should have gotten rid of, something I want to keep around. <laughs> um, so not as good of a gameplay um, voting him out, but I had reasons to that weren't just like, I don't trust you because of an idol clue. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's totally fair. He did like, yeah, love Carson, but he did a shit job of alliance management. Yeah. He just, he did. You got to <laughs> always let your number one know that they are your number one. Yeah. That's and be, like, and also, yeah. yeah. Like to, the reassurance. And mm -hmm. I, he took, like he said, he took me for granted. He took Matt for granted. He took right. him for granted because he, he thought we would all trust him. He went for quantity over quality. Yeah. yeah. He thought we would all trust him no matter what. Right. The last thing I'll say, because he's not in the payout, or the me versus Paya episode um, this week's is that something that we've talked about with Carson a lot since. Um, Who would he have voted for in that scenario? No, no, no. Uh, 
I mean, I wouldn't have put it against him to vote Paya if, or to vote me if um, that's where his conversations were. But is uh, Carson has a very like the reason that people like Allison thought he was trying to manage her. Um, it's it was never actually what he was trying to do. Like he's a very genuine person, but he has what we've called in our friend circles his survivor voice that <laughs> um, can be a little presentational, um, a little like I'm on a call with you to talk about the game. Uh, and people saw that as disingenuous and it made people doubt him even when he was being genuine and mm-hmm. like the friend being friends with him since the game i'm like wow this is like who he is this is so like this is why people like carson so much like so many people love him um but why we couldn't trust him in the game <laughs> um so like that just also played into it and i don't think that everybody in the game would say the same things about carson outside of the game um we all like nobody thinks he's a snake in real life it was just like he came across that way to everyone because of how he was presenting the information he was presenting so it's like i also can't be the one in a week that the momentum turns against carson to like save him with my idol everyone's like what the hell amos (laughs) (laughs) or like something like that (laughs) but really like who knew about that idol you said if i play this idol everyone's going to know that i play that idol i mean we know that you told Allison, uh, Josh was there, but Josh didn't make it. And then um, Carson knew about it too. Like mm-hmm. besides those three people and only two people are left in the game, like who else would have known that you had an idol to play? Yeah, no one. And they all would have been like, I can see Pay on Charlotte's confessionals being like, wow, Amos had that idol that whole time and didn't tell anyone. Like he's not going to come back from using it to save Carson. So did you ever think about slipping it to him giving no because until my confessional at tribal where i was like wow i've seen how powerful other people are getting now like i was fully on board to vote carson out like i wasn't regretting it until like as it was happening um which is a little hindsight trick there (laughs) it's funny how you get those blinders on when you're like voting out who's perceived as the most powerful person in the game but it's like they're not really the most powerful if they're getting voted out right now are they you know not at all not at all (laughs) (laughs) um you mentioned allison was your number one we see in a confessional this episode that maybe you don't want to take her all the way to the end though Mm -hmm. um are you taking Allison all the way to the end or did you have plans to go all the way to the end with Sammy and Kylie? I had plans to go to the end all the way with Sammy and Kylie. I think Allison and I set ourselves up to be failed number one allies. We <laughs> like, we were like, we are two seniors on this campus who kind of want to have fun, but like prove themselves a little bit. So we're going to be best friends. Uh, but like both secretly know that, one day we have to turn on each other. And like, that is just somehow how it was and we were fine with it. Um, there's a huge unaired clip that was unaired because it didn't, um, it didn't film <laughs> um, in this episode where I get voted out, where I am so shaken by Allison wanting to make the vote Paya um, and instead of, because Paya was talking about getting Greta, and I knew Greta was a number for Allison. So Allison was going to make the vote Paya. You see Sammy's, uh, Sammy and Kylie talking about, like, why are we just following everything Allison does? Like, we just do it. We don't think about it. Like, we just do it, and we're following her. I say to Matt and Ashley, the most random meeting, without thinking, 
Allison is scaring me by turning this vote against Paya. Like, we need to think about, like, how she has this much control over so many people. Ashley doesn't care. (laughs) Ashley hates Allison. (laughs) Matt, (laughs) without me even thinking about it, goes straight to Allison, says, Amos wants to vote you out now. Allison turns the vote against me. Paya's like, why did Amos want to vote me out? I never wanted to, but Allison gets to paint it out as my idea. Um, it was terrible. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> um, and that's the that's part of the reason that I went home, like, at that minute. Um, that the votes switched between all those people and landed on me. <laughs> that is a weird group. Another weird group for me this episode was uh, Matt, Charlotte, and Allison. I was like, right, especially right after Matt gets majorly blindsided by Carson going out. And now I he's know. talking to, like, Charlotte and Allison and, like, basically, what, solidifying a final three? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, Matt, interesting. <laughs> interesting play here. And see, and yet, and yet ultimately it it's sort of smart because he yeah. chose a side by like he kind of put himself in good then with I don't know whether he knew it or not, but the more powerful side of at that point, me versus Allison, basically. Um, I I tell Matt this little bit of information. I am getting scared of Allison. He then in that minute gets to decide, okay, Amos and Allison both voted out Carson, but I'm going to be more mad at Amos and not agree with him that we need to be scared of Allison and like immediately feel allied with him and instead go to people with a little bit more power, like he knew of Charlotte, He um, mm-hmm. and say, I'm going to be like, if we're going to, if I'm going to trust some people after this blind side, it's going to be you. So I, I very much commend him for taking that, that bit of control that week mm-hmm. after being uh, blindsided. <laughs> absolutely. I think it was super great gameplay to be at the bottom and to reach out and try to establish something new and not give up, you know? Yeah. So if he just lucked in and chose like the next two to go to or whatnot, but um, just reaching out, even if you feel like you're on the bottom, there's always a crack somewhere that you can find and you can talk to somebody and uh, try to work your way out of it. Um, we talked a little bit about Carson going to Edge. Um, were you surprised or was this in your mind at all that maybe Carson would send you an advantage? You had a really great connection there um, with Carson, and we're just curious. Um, Aaron, do you think, um, were you surprised when Carson chose Charlotte over Amos to receive Um, the vote? I'm going to not really, because I feel like he's, uh, he probably felt the most betrayed by Amos in that moment and especially if you're making this decision like right after you're voted out of who you're going to send this advantage to i feel like you're not going to send it to the person that just like actually hurt you you know you're going to send it to somebody who you are like you respect that they just made a move and usually that's not the person that you just felt closest to and most betrayed by so i feel Uh like it made sense that he would send it to charlotte rather than amos in that moment and I think it's a really good uh, thing, too. It's it's kind of funny. He gets voted out with this advantage. So the same advantage goes back in. Right. Um, it's so Yeah, I, Chase said, I want this to be played. <laughs> um, so I 
really liked the challenge that we saw in this episode. Um, I tried to like rig up a little system for us here to try to play like <laughs> find this place on Google Maps. Um, it didn't work out, and I'm terrible with like cardinal directions too. So. <laughs> I, yeah, I agree. I actually, I left a comment on the YouTube video about how much I love the challenge and how many quotable moments there were. Like Gus just saying, okay, so this lady is making out with the man made of juice. Like <laughs> when he's looking at the billboard, so funny. And then <laughs> Kylie just like deadpan being like, oh, I want immunity at the end. Like, yay. She had zero emotion behind it. It was the funniest thing. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed the challenge. Uh, what was my favorite part? Oh, when Matt, like, swore. He was like, frick. Yeah. He's like, oh, he, he, like, caught himself. He did. Uh, speaking of Matt, I think this is the right Matt. Uh, I'm not quite sure, Matt, what your last name is. But I think we're talking about you. That's what it is. Oh my goodness. And I feel like the challenge is also the only time that we got some content from a few people this episode. Because this episode, strategically, I feel like was very, you know, Illegal 8 focused. Mm -hmm. And we got like a little bit of Jake, a little bit of Ashley, like my, also Greta, just, just the shots of Greta in the challenge saying absolutely nothing. <laughs> it's just her face every once in a while. It was killing me. But yeah, I feel like we got one confessional from Gus. And I think that was mostly just him yelling at his mom or something. Uh, it was so funny, uh, especially with the scene that Kylie finds the idol too. She's like, my mom's calling me. I have to go downstairs. But this is more important. I'm not listening to mom. Oh, my God. I know. Yeah. Just the little like reminders that they're at home with family. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. And I, was it Sammy that did a confessional with her brother just sitting there? Or who did? I think that was Sammy. But oh my god, it was so cute, so funny. Um. So Amos, what did you think about the challenge? Were you really like, yay for geography? You know, I was. <laughs> it's speechless. So <laughs> speechless. That was this one because I am. It happens, folks. It does. So um, maybe this explains. He anyway. Um, so that challenge was real fun, though. Um, but back to back to Kylie and the idol. Oh my gosh! Like, congrats to her. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's definitely an interesting thing to find an idol. You know, when you're online mm -hmm. and not on campus, very different vibes when you just kind of like, I don't, I don't even necessarily know that they showed the process of what it was to find the idol. Like we just, I don't know. I know that they just saw it in the email and she got sent a picture, but like, I don't know. Did, did you get a clear vibe of like how that idol was found? Mm -mm, I didn't. Um, you played a handful of like online reality mm -hmm. games as well. Um, so it's always different to see how they do too. Either they edit their like, hide a comment on their Facebook page or something like that. So it's always different and unique to see. Um, Matt in the comments says that there was a series of three puzzles. Okay. Now, I like that. Um, I'm a very puzzle-oriented person. Erin, um, we I see you rock yeah. some puzzles. <laughs> um, I would be supposed to like a puzzle challenge. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Would love mm -hmm. a puzzle challenge. 
Um, let's see if we can um, tune back in here to Amos and um, his thoughts about that challenge. Uh, yeah, hopefully I work this time. Otherwise, you can say no goodbye. Worries. To me, but... No worries. <laughs> um, okay. Idol and challenge. I'm glad you're talking about both of these things. Uh, oh, so my challenge story, uh, first of all, I do love geography. I was so sad at how terribly I did that challenge. Um, GeoGuessr, not my thing, but geography as a trivia thing, cool. Um, <laughs> my story with challenges was I was constantly either terrible and, and like first one out um, at, or sitting out or like I got really close to winning. Um, and that was just like the weird up and down of like challenges not meaning a lot for my game, except I've been told that if I had won immunity that week and not Ky or if Kylie hadn't won immunity my week, that Kylie would have been the vote after Allison turned it from Paya and wanted to split me and Kylie up. Um, so maybe I should have wanted to win this geography challenge. Um, but uh, I sat out of a bunch of challenges. In the library challenge, I found the book that Owen had pushed on the floor, like where it was supposed to be, but like it was on the floor. So we lost, we had to go to tribal by like one point. The memory challenge I against Charlotte, I did so badly. I just like completely forgot everything and got out on like the second memory thing. Um, but then the Queen and King's court thing, I was like saved by Sammy because I was really close to winning. And the spelling bee I was good at. Um, but then like the task gauntlet lost by one point. Uh, hot pursuit I sat out of. So I just like mm -hmm. had this up and down with challenges. Um, so I'm sad that I want, also Kylie used Google to win GeoGuessr and that was like not Was it explicitly because... against the rules? No, so it was totally oh. fine. <laughs> um, but I was like, I think the first round might've been in the US and I guessed like somewhere, a different country. Because <laughs> 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 I didn't Google where things were. Um, well, then again, like we said earlier, with making the illegal eight, use your resources. If it's not sustained, don't use so it. It's so true. It's so true. Good advice for literally anyone playing one of these games. Mm -hmm. um, Find loopholes. Worst they can do is say no, and then you're fine. It is true. Uh, playing live games, too. I really admire the uh, players, too, that will question things. Like, did I need both hands on this or just one hand on it? Or... Um, can we switch out roles? Like, we had one really, like, a progressive thinker, I guess. Like, uh, Katie, she was able to, like, look at the challenge and, like, break it down into different things. It was really interesting. We were like, well, we never thought you could hold the paddle like that. But if you want to, yeah, you, like, outthought this challenge. So just outthinking things is really, like, cool to watch and to see. But... Sorry, no, it's so good. I mean, Kylie just immediately thought, yeah, I can look up these places and win immunity and save myself without knowing. Um, so that was so cool. And yeah, I, I mean, you can watch like players hacking challenges on Survivor because of all those fun things that people think up like Dustin's player. Um, and then Memorize this idol. Tangrams. That's what you got to do on Survivor. <laughs> true. That's true. <laughs> Um, two and three dimensional. And then this idle thing, it was a series of three online puzzles. One was like a quiz of what day things happened on the game. Mm -hmm. um, and the reason I know that is because I was idle hunting with Allison and Kylie. And we were with Allison and I were with Kylie when she found it, which is how Allison knew right away. Um, and 
Kylie figured out the answer to the last puzzle, but was having trouble like getting it open to screenshot. So I was sitting there with the idol open on my screen being like, do I claim it before Kylie? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I, to this day, the one thing that ever could have saved, I did not know I was going home when I went home. Um, I, you can, I can lie in my going out confessional all I want. I didn't know. But if I had found a second idol, like snagged Kylie's, I would have played one that week um, that I was going home just because I wouldn't want to have two idols. <laughs> uh, so. That's fair. It's a lot of pressure. I know. I gave it to Kylie, though. She did all the work, and I didn't want to steal another idol. <laughs> That's so funny. They I was going to say, like, two people find idols, and they practically, like, <laughs> give them to you. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You're just but there I at the right place, right time. Yeah, basically. See, that's what I did for a lot of the illegal eight. I was like, nobody was really looking at me as a threat until we voted out Carson. Yeah. Right. Um, before we get into the vote and kind of how that goes down, we have a request, uh, a question coming in. Um, Matt here asks, can you talk about the heart attack? Yeah, I didn't know. Zoom heart- <laughs> oh, I, I completely forgot that this affected other people's um, life as much as I did or more than mine. Um, I, uh, so Carson edited this episode. I thought I didn't know he was going to edit it out, but I was doing tribal council that night at my aunt and uncle's house. Cause they live in Chicago. So they were part of my COVID bubble. Um, and so I got to like go hang out at family. That was my family instead of going home to North Carolina. Um, and I was doing tribal council on their porch and they don't, none of their family has iPhones and I didn't bring a phone charger. And when it's time to vote, my, I am on like 1%. So I text Chase and say, I vote for Paya. I'm sad about it. Um, but my uh, phone is gonna die. Um, and also I texted Paya saying like, hey, I'm really sorry, but like things were turned against you this week um, <laughs> and we're voting for you. Um, cause that's also not against the rules, like to text during tribal if, uh, yeah, it was allowed. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> All right. um, so I just wanted her to know because I didn't want to vote her out and I thought she was going home, but I had the thought go through my head. So then I was going to let my phone die, live out the rest of my night at my aunt and uncle's. And I had the thought in my head, like if pay is going home, then it'll happen. And like, if in the really random off chance that like some, for some reason they voted for me, then they'll just tell me tomorrow. (laughs) Um, And I was like, it's fine. They'll still do the reading of the votes. But like five hours later, I get home, plug in my phone and I have these messages that are like, are you okay? Like, like there was a, there was a really big storm that night. (laughs) Um, So uh, I was like, chilling in my uncle's house watching the thunder and lightning kind of enjoying the hominess and people thought that I had like driven or Paya thought that I was driving home to get the idol to play um (laughs) um, everyone else thought that I got injured or lost and like Chase was like hey we're gonna reschedule tribal to tomorrow and I was like what they waited to read the votes for me like why they couldn't like (laughs) um um and so the whole next day goes by and Paya's like nobody's really talking much Paya's like 
hey, how are you doing? And I'm like, um, good. <laughs> and like, have your text gone through thought, to her that you like? Yeah, it had. So we when I'm like talking to Allison, being like, hey, weird day of the game, right? Like we don't know what's <laughs> happening. Like why did we wait on the vote? I really thought they were just gonna do it without me. Um, and like Pia's like this whole day, like it also wouldn't have been against the rules for me to um, play an idol at that tribal. Some like I would have, it would have been like the longest anyone's ever gotten to think about playing an idol, <laughs> 24 hours. Um, but I just wasn't really considering it. And <laughs> then they read the votes and I was like, oh, that's why they waited for me. <laughs> <laughs> and why they all wanted to know if I was okay. <laughs> Is that how you got some suspicion at the end? You say like, oh, I had a thought that something was going to happen. Yes, that is why there is a bit of truth to that. I yeah. didn't think I was getting voted out of the original tribal, but for the next 24 hours, the game's super quiet. Like, Pea took the news so easily. I'm like, oh, what a weirdly calm day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's a complete behind the scenes. Like, yeah, Chase, like, wrote That's us all these wild. notes ne last year that was like, what I remember you for not much, but disappearing on the night of your council or whatever. <laughs> oh my god. Um, backing up just a little bit. Um, so uh, Kylie and Sammy Aaron now recognize um, Allison as a big threat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. they definitely do. They're starting to pick up on her. Like her, like like Amos said, it's hard to go against anything she says because her and Charlotte do have this on lock like strategy where Allison presents an idea and Charlotte immediately co-signs. And when you're mm -hmm. in a big group meeting and you already have two people agreeing on something, it, it is really hard to kind of go against that. It's you already know that if you push back that you're probably going to be in the minority because it's just like it's just like getting the numbers for a vote. You know, you need the numbers within your alliance to get something going. So they've already started building the numbers and makes it hard for anybody to feel like they can go against that. And that is a that is honestly such a genius strategy. And it's crazy that it's taken this long for people to pick up on it. But now that they finally have, and especially now that two big players have gone out back to back, I, people are going to start getting the bug to take out these big players. Mm -hmm. And I think that they're going to want to, you know, the, the people that are under the radar are about to like gain a lot of power in this game, I think because a big spotlight is now being put on people whose names are out there. Yeah, and that spotlight got bigger once Amos left. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and with my out players, <laughs> exactly. I will never be able to apologize to Kylie enough for this. In that moment, um, I knew Allison knew, had to know that I was going home, that there was no way a vote would come together without her knowing. Um, but... I also thought that Kylie might be in on it. And because I kind of knew, like Carson was onto a bit of truth that Kylie and Allison had a potential feud in them. And it wasn't because of the reasons that he thought, I don't think. Um, like, and they did truthfully want to get an all girls to alliance together at one point or another. I do know that like, they might've done that if I weren't there. Um, <laughs> I've been told that, uh, but um so there was like potential for them to work together too, but because I, in my head, knew that like part of why Kylie and Sammy were going with what Allison and Charlotte would say is like, they still felt on the bottom of the illegal eight, like Sammy says in confessional, she knows that might be the case. Um, 
and I also knew that ultimately I wanted to work with Kylie and Sammy. So I knew that like there could have started to be that power fracture already and that there was a potential chance that Kylie had been on, in on getting me out or had more power than she was letting on um, with connections. And so I was like, I got to call Allison and I suspect Kylie in this moment too. So I was like, these are the powerhouses. Y'all better watch out. Charlotte, if you don't see Allison as a threat, then like she's also a threat. Like everyone's got to notice that. <laughs> um, so sorry, Kylie, Allison, you deserved it, but I love you. <laughs> um, speaking of Kylie here, um, another lookalike. We talked uh, last week about this, but this week, Kylie and Lucy, what you think? Interesting. I feel like they both have very similar gameplay too. Like uh, Lucy was really laid back at first, Kylie was laid back, and then they get some spice. They're like, I'm gonna mm -hmm. take somebody out or something like that. They get like motivated by their, like, I see it. I, I think that's a great it. comparison. I like it. Big Lucy Kylie's fan. hair is redder, but everything else yes. is spot on. Uh, I struggled <laughs> as to find a picture of Kylie for the longest time because I wanted to bring this up last week too. The screen grab um, is perfect. Too. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. a beautiful mm -hmm. screen grab. I hope that Kylie sets it as her profile picture for everything. And this was in the intro. Like, whoever did the intro for the cast, I just grabbed it from there. So, yep. Incredible. Maybe next profile picture, you know. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Matt is sending the to the illegal aid chat the Kylie lookalike immediately uh, that you oh, just posted. Okay. <laughs> Um, Aaron, thoughts about um, next episode? We got some um, oh, great question. Bid, I feel like so. there's just, like I said, there's so many. Yeah, that's true. That's true. The fire token menu is coming into play. Um, I did, I, we didn't talk about how part of Carson's strategy for um, who he was offering his advantage to was somebody that he knew was going to pay him a fire token for it. So that was definitely, you know, that was definitely a smart, a smart thing to do to make sure that they don't have a fire token, first of all, to be able to get anything off of this menu. And then also to make sure that he does get one. Um, is this menu available to people who are in the game on edge or both? Uh, it was, I want to say both. No, we can't buy off of it on edge, um, but okay. you can see the menu. Chase would tell us what was on the menu, but we couldn't buy anything. So we would know gotcha. like who we were giving fire tokens to and what they could buy with it. Also, mm -hmm. speaking of fire tokens, before we get too far into next episode, one thing we still haven't talked about is these secret pairs that right. are somehow playing even, like, we had so many twists. I, like, just was, I was like, I don't even want to pay, I'm not going to pay attention to fire tokens, was essentially my what I did. I was like, too much. <laughs> um, I don't care. Uh, this Sapphire Idol, ridiculous. Um, and we, so I didn't hear about fire tokens, and then the secret pair thing, I was like, yeah, now Kylie and I are paired together even more. And like, dang, it would be so cool to just get that immunity. But like, we're all like, everyone was going to know everybody's secret partners, the whole cast. I, I know Matt said that I told everyone immediately, there was no way any it was going to be a secret longer than a day. Like everyone was going to tell everybody um, within the eight, especially, or the seven. No, we were the eight at that point. So yeah, all these twists really like, 
inf- they would inf- I think they d- would have each been more impactful on their own, but all mixed together, they just kind of like pushed each other around, influenced the game in small ways because some people were paying attention to some twists and others others. Mm-hmm. Right, because yeah, you got voted out on the basis of like advantages rather than pairs necessarily, but then that does kind of play it and in- play into it where like if Kylie hadn't won immunity, then she would have gone, you know, because that's yep. the pair that was being targeted, which is really interesting. Exactly. And that's why, yeah, for next week, because I was talking about this with Carson, and that's why I was pulling on my phone, because it was, we were texting after the episode, and he was asking what I thought was going to happen next. And I was like, mm-hmm. I feel like people are going to start thinking about the pairs a lot more. And so as crazy as it sounds, I do feel like Kylie and Paya are both safe going into next week, because both of their partners are gone, so they might mm-hmm. their threat level might be down a little bit more. So I feel like the big pairs that people might be targeting are maybe like Allison and Greta and Matt and Ashley. I feel like those could be the pairs that are on the hot seat uh-huh. going into next week. I definitely can see like the the Matt and Ashley thing. Um, mm-hmm. Two people that aren't in this big thing. However, Matt just kind of forms some extra bonds. Right. So I'm worried about our friend Ashley there. I'm worried about her. I am too. Yeah. But, you know, maybe individual immunity. There we go. It's my bold prediction. Trump Ashley. There uh, are challenges that Ashley would beat us all in easily. Like, if we had some obscure martial arts challenge, I have no doubt <laughs> Ashley would win. Really? She does martial arts? No, she's just like, she was looking, she wanted physical challenges. She was ready to oh. beat us all up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one of these days, the sumo challenge where people like have a big like pillow and they tr- mm-hmm. push. There yes. we go, Ashley. I <laughs> your challenge right there. Maybe she does win next week. That could happen. Mm-hmm. Those physical Zoom that. challenges. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got like plank pose. I guess that's the most physical. Yeah. Like, wall sit kind of thing. Yeah, wall sit or tree, tree arms out or like. Hold something above your head kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah I get no spoilers, but we've got that coming up. And yeah, in not not a surprise. A classic early early Zoom days challenge. <laughs> um, Edge, did you have to compete for giving the advantage, or how did Edge work? I oh. guess we're still early. You just got to Edge, so maybe we should save this for next week. I can talk about what's happened. Like oh, Owen, yeah. what's happened? Owen yeah. got that advantage. The sap- the blank paper that he made into a sapphire idol. Um, and the reason that Carson then also gifted it was because he was gifted it by Owen and they got voted out. So he had it to gift. Um, but as the rules are, you that that thing got gifted. My idol doesn't get gifted. But if I'd had any fire tokens, which I think I had like one and a half somehow, I gave. I think I gave them to... I just wanted to be like spiteful. I think I gave them to Jake. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, where did these come from? Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Jake is like, I have never spoken to this man in my life. <laughs> Jake and I hadn't spoken. We were aligned because we were both aligned with Kylie and Sammy, but we just never spoke. <laughs> Amazing. Well, you can't betray each other. You're like, yep, yep, promise. Well, yeah, that's true. I guess I didn't promise anything. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um... I guess that kind of wraps things up. Um, Amos, anything that like you want to hit on before we leave? Or what was like your overall experience playing Survivor? 
nothing else to hit on. Um, I really enjoyed chatting with you two and overall survivor. Like the reason y'all are so into it, like, you know, it's so fun. It just is like, if you don't, if you go into it, which this was like the winter and spring quarters of my freshman of my senior year, I was like totally in things for fun, not taking myself seriously, not taking things I was doing seriously. Um, and going in with that attitude, like it just, you, you get to compete, you get to betray, you get to be betrayed, but you are in it with people who have all the same mindsets and interests that you do. And as long as they don't take it personally and you don't take it personally, like it was such a fun way to meet people in my senior year, have other survivor friends, um, have a community as the pandemic started, uh, all of that. And then also it introduced me, I've only played two orgs cause I work in the woods half the time and can't be online most of the time. Um, so I've only played two orgs, but it introduced me to the org community. And then that has shown me, like I've had friends who have played other live reality games and it's just like cool to meet all you people. And that's what the experience was like for me. That's great. And what's also cool is the little artwork you have behind you. Is that your personal? <laughs> yeah, I had a friend who was like, I have a broken mirror. Oh, wait, that's weird with the flipped camera. Um, <laughs> I had a friend one day who was like, I have a broken mirror. Um, we're like, come paint on it. So we did that. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. Gorgeous. All right. Speaking of gorgeous, you folks are all gorgeous tonight. Thank you for joining. Uh, thank you also for our audience at home. We had Matt tuned in from last week, I think. And then we had Carson here. And then Vasilia also tuning in. And everyone else that watched too, like, don't be scared to leave a comment. Just say, like, you know, we like Amos's beard or something. Like, we like those comments. Like, I'll get to them as best we can. But until next time, we'll look forward to your comments. Make sure you follow Survivor Northwestern every Thursday. Uh, there's a list of scheduling, so they do have some time off for the holidays. And then, of course, um, check us out every Monday after. We'll, we'll sit down and hopefully get to interview the next person eliminated whoever that may be hopefully not ashley erin who are you hoping not to see here uh definitely don't want to see ashley uh zero mm -hmm. percent um i would love for gus to stay in like Emma said he's so fun to watch mm -hmm. um anybody else charlotte, i don't, know, like, I don't want to see charlotte i think charlotte's doing a good game right now i do so. i agree mm -hmm. i think charlotte's doing well yeah anybody else can come in mm -hmm. <laughs> Vicious, that's what I like to say. I'm kidding. Uh, anyway, uh, we'll see you all later. Make sure you follow, hit that little bell button to get notifications, whatnot. We'll see you later and stay tuned for more. All right, thanks. Have a great night.